0: I'm gonna make him an off I feel the need, the need for me, for a He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fanick. Go ahead. Make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids. Uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long.
1: talking
0: to me. Together they bring you the best movies
1: you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you.
0: Rent BioStream, Stream the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. The best movies you've never seen.
1: The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennec
0: and Trevor Long. This is the captain.
1: Brace for impact.
0: Welcome to The Best Movies You've Never Seen. This is the podcast that is like a little movie book club, we like to call it, where we talk about movies. I've seen these movies many times. My name is Stephen Fennec, and I'm joined with a gentleman who hasn't seen many movies, including this one, and that is Trevor Long.
1: G'day, g'day. I've definitely hey, seen a couple of movies in my time, but uh, and I've seen a lot of scenes from movies, and this one has one of those iconic scenes because this week we're looking at Risky Business and Tom Cruise. Risky
0: Business, that's right, released in 1983 and was the start of Tom Cruise's meteoric rise to stardom, written and directed by Paul Brickman. Not to be confused with Brickman from Lego Masters, okay? Paul Brickman, totally different guy. Uh, It was released at a time when teen sex comedies were very popular. You think about this movie, had all those ingredients, cars, Girls, money. But I think what I love about this movie, it was more than that. It was more than the sum of its parts. It had a lot more depth, conveys a real message, really tight 99-minute runtime, so short, sharp, and to the point before we go on i just want to uh just warn our listeners that there is a language warning in this one we don't normally have explicit on our podcast but i think it's unavoidable and you'll you'll know why later on but just a warning so if you've got the kids in the car there is going to be some swearing in this podcast from the quotes that we're going to play but trevor you've never seen this movie but i'm sure you had heard about it and of course i'd heard of tom cruise
1: Oh, old-time rock and roll, uh, sliding in in your jocks and socks. I mean that – to be honest, if have I was on
0: – To be honest, have you done that? No,
1: I've slid no. on my no. socks but never wearing my jocks. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So <laughs> um, I think if this was a millionaire question and they showed that and you had like four movies to choose from, yep. I, I Oh, and it was for a million bucks. I wouldn't lock it in. I'd go 50-50 or something because really, I, I, no. I, I don't know that I could have named that movie off the hey, cuff. Well,
0: but you knew the scene. You just didn't yeah, know the yeah, name of the movie. Totally,
1: totally. I, yeah. And And, like and critically, I have absolutely no idea what this is about. And that will become obvious as we step through the scenes. Absolutely. I had no idea what I was getting into.
0: Well, this was a a a, a, like I said, one of my favourite movies of all time. wasn't given much of a chance though at the start. This before before production, it was a real surprise hit, made made stars of Tom Cruise, Rebecca De Mornay. Tom Cruise was nominated also for a Golden Globe, would you believe, for this movie. Uh, The soundtrack though was a killer, huge seller. Tangerine Dream, which was all all that real uh, electronic music, which added a lot of atmosphere and feeling to the movie. But then, of course, you had in the air tonight with phil collins mm-hmm. bob Seger, you know all-time rock and roll prince even had a song in this movie and it was also a fantastic ad for porsche and ray-ban sunglasses
1: yeah wow, well, so, uh, amazing true.
0: but we are gonna dive into the movie and we with this is kind of your last chance to uh to get our last exit before the freeway before we really uh, talk about scenes and spoil it all the way to the end so if you haven't watched risky business you can though watch it on Fetch.
1: And there's over 9,500 movies to rent or buy in the movie store on Fetch, including all the latest releases. Uh, Plus, if you do the universal search and you search for risky business, it'll tell you whether you've got access to the movie through one of your existing subscriptions like Stan or Amazon Prime, any of those kind of things. But the other thing that I think is really important here, especially when you look at this as being, you know, an early starter for Tom Cruise, you can search by actor. So you could search Fetch for Tom Cruise movies after you've watched this and go, rightio, It's time to binge some Tom Cruise. So all of that available on Fetch. You can find Fetch at your major retailers or ring your internet provider and see if they offer Fetch on monthly subscription. All
0: right. You're still with us. Put on the seatbelt. We're going to talk about risky business. Now, you've now seen the movie, Trevor, and I got a feeling it wasn't quite
1: what you expected, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, Although I I can't actually tell you what I was expecting, but he, he...
0: so, hey, did you expect, did you expect, like, sex comedy, nudity? Did I you, had is that no what, is that what you idea
1: it was a college, you know, uh, sex comedy, as you keep describing it. I <laughs> had absolutely no idea. I mean, I man, if I had to have picked a plot line, and that was one of the options, I would never have picked it. Yeah, I would have said it was something to do with, you know, business school or something, you know, like
0: yeah.
1: and no, no way in my <laughs> head. In fact, I'll be honest with you, the only reason – but, you know, and I'm talking minutes before I watched it that I knew that this this had sexual scenes in it was because I did do the parental guide check of it because I thought, can I smash this out while the kids are with me? Because, you know, I'm trying to find times to watch these movies, right? Yes, of course. And I thought, can I watch this with the kids? You told me last week that it probably wasn't appropriate and you were yes. hell right. Of course. Um, but, mate, yeah, no, this was woof, not what I thought. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be very upfront with you, Stephen. Yeah. This is not in my top 1,000 movies of all time. Oh, you
0: oh, really you know you, oh, you know what watch it it's it, it's it's a multiple watch movie the first time you see right. it I think you might have been a bit shocked and I, I reckon though that it it deserves a chance Mate, I know this movie word perfect I've seen it so many times but what was what will, before you oh, I talk about how much I love this movie I want to hear your tweet about it though
1: um It's hard to convince people to watch this, but I would say Stephen made me watch it, so (laughs) I'm making you watch it. Porsches. Yeah. Come on. Well, you're writing the tweet for me. Stephen made me watch it, so I think you should too. If you haven't seen the movie (laughs) that contains the iconic socks and jocks scene, watch it for the Porsche.
0: (laughs) oh come on i love this movie <laughs> this music. is the point
1: where Stephen has just been oh, absolutely so devastated. that you don't love devastated. it yeah
0: well yeah like to me it was what i love about it is the theme of the movie first up right the theme of the movie is go big or go home you know like do you but you gotta get out of your comfort zone yeah that, that was what i loved about it add to that the music tangerine dreams music is brilliant in this really adds to the movie and the storyline was exciting. You didn't know what was going on. What's happening? Is,
1: um, that's it, the problem. Yeah, I, was, I don't. I, not <laughs> until the last ten minutes did I know what was going on.
0: And I've got to tell you, when I was a teenager, when this movie came, <laughs> it was my no. no listen. <laughs> The reason my dream car was a Porsche 928 was because yeah. of this movie. That was I, I had imagine. posters on my wall. I'm sure you had posters Porsche on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> of the Porsche 928. No, uh, there were some other posters, but we won't do about that. <laughs> but it was the 928 that got me, mate. But anyway, let's talk about the cast. The cast was tremendous here. And you've got to remember, Tom Cruise was a relative nobody at this point. He plays Joel Goodson, uh, which is ironic. His surname, Goodson. Goodson. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he had just f- uh, finished making The Outsiders, which was a film with, with had Robert um, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. So he actually uh, auditioned after The Outsiders for this, but he'd already made Taps and went on, of course, to make Top Gun, Colour of Money, Rain Man, Cocktail, Few Good Men, Mission Impossible. His, his IMDb reads like a, you know, a list of hit movies. Rebecca De Mornay, who plays Lana, she was in uh, Runaway Train, and also one of her other iconic movies was uh, a movie where she plays like the the nanny from hell in uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, which mm-hmm. was not a bad movie either. Joe Pantoliano, remember, did you recognise him? Guido, he was in La yes. Bamba. Yeah, he was uh, Richie Valens' manager in La Bamba. Remember
1: that? He's been in a lot, that guy. He was he? in
0: Bad Boys too. Remember with Will Smith? He was there. He was the captain, the police captain in Bad Boys as
1: well. La Bamba I've seen.
0: That's a good movie. That's Love a that.
1: song I can sing word for word. Uh, maybe not today, that trip Okay, man.
0: Bronson Pinchot was, I was also – should we just uh, talk about La Bamba now? <laughs> Bronson Pinchot, who plays his, his good friend uh, who was with him in the, in the Porsche, this was his film to And he... he was also – he went on to be uh, in
1: Beverly Hills Cop. He
0: played this couple of funny scenes in Beverly Hills Cop. The other
1: guy in this is Balky from Perfect Miles. Strangers. Is that Miles? He's the, he's the guy that's the accountant in the, in the risky business.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Oh yeah, that's book Yeah, Bronson, show. Yeah. It's the same bloke, mate. Perfect anyway, strange. Let's, let's dive into the movie, mate. And if I'll, we have
1: to. Yeah, the,
0: <laughs> <laughs> first up, we see Joel and and uh, the first line, the dream is always the same. It's him walking in, fantasizing about the, the babysitter, and then we see this risky risque kind of scene where there's this girl in the shower and he's sort of thinking he's, he's this is him explaining a story to his
1: friends and um, is he, yeah, what's going to happen? There's, share, there's, there's steam. And but he- see, at this point, I'm, I'm thinking, man, is this guy going to get murdered? He's like walking through his house going, where is everyone? But the problem is, I'm going, what's with this music? Like, he's <laughs> unreal. No, but, no, but yeah. you got to, you got to put, put yourself in my yeah. shoes, mate. He's walking through a house. There's no one there. There's, yeah. there's things around. So it's like there's someone there. So he's like, to me, he's about to get killed, but the music doesn't match. So it's at that point I go, this is weird. And so I'm, Struggling to fully understand what the movie's about, which is fine because that's the journey of a movie, right? But turns yeah. out,
0: though, he was like this was kind of his plan Fantasy. in his head, and then he 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 realizes he he wakes up. He's in his he's in the college t- t- doing his exam. He's, he's run he's missed the whole exam, and this is kind of where you establish that Joel is this kind of a, he's this cautious kid who's scared to ruin his future. And um, that the end of this scene is him describing this to you know he goes the, the babysitter she just plonked down right next to me and she said and I think I'm in the mood and then they said so what did you do then and then they describe me I don't know you you went home went home and, and whacked off and then the bloke says did you have your bike he goes I disagree did you have your bike there he goes yes he goes no I disagree then I think you jumped on your bike went home <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good but as they're walking out to the car miles his good friend this is I think the message of the movie.
1: Joel, you want to know something? What? Every now and then, say what the fuck.
0: What the fuck gives you freedom? Freedom brings opportunity. Opportunity makes
1: your future. That is my creed to this day, don't you reckon, Trev? I, I agree, but it's funny, in, in watching it and thinking about that line, and we'll we'll continue with the explicit theme, but I would have thought the better the better line is every now and then just say fuck this. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like and especially later on in the movie when he uses it, I think yeah. it would have sounded better. I don't know, it's a weird thing, but I just go, What the fuck? Is he's yeah. too much too much of a question as opposed to a no, nah, I'm just gonna do it kind of thing.
0: Same, same sentiment, don't you think? Same similar sentiment. I'm picking it yeah. apart. Okay, okay.
1: Okay, so here's the thing though, right? Then then you've established he's not actually at home alone, but he's about to be home alone because his parents are packing to go out of town. They're they're traveling and there's, you know, some basic ground rules, but there's a solid level of trust from his mum. Yep. But there's some rules from dad and his dad opens up this cabinet and shows <laughs> the equalizer and He says what do you want to say about this and you're thinking what's going on here but it turns out his dad has a very specific way he wants the equalizer and it's been changed so he blames the the kid yep. or, or, so he, or his house my house my rules yep. but what I picked up here and I thought you'd be proud of me was that this whole scene is is shot first person Yeah. You know, so so dad's they're looking at to him the camera they're talking to
0: they're him they're talking That's to right.
1: the camera and then he's yes. walking around the room he's the one that walks and so I picked that up, Stephen. I thought you'd be proud We're of me because yeah, that's great. It was, and I but I did worry yeah. that the whole bloody movie would be like that. Oh, so no. No, that was, it good. was An interesting way to shoot that scene. That was
0: only with his parents, right? Everyone else was different. So the it, whole it, it,
1: time with his parents, yeah. all the way yeah. to the airports when his yeah. parents leave, which again is where his his mum reinforces. And it's a really interesting line because she says it again later in the movie. Um, Just use your best judgment. Use best judgment, as opposed yeah. to don't Trust have parties it. or don't do this or don't do that. It's yeah. it's a very clear. We trust you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And then, of course, his parents are out of town. Memory has his TV dinner, and he pours himself like a, a, sh- a shivers, like scotch and a little bit of coke.
1: <laughs> and then and he hasn't he, defrosted
0: he, it. No, and it's all frozen. But then the next thing you hear is the music and him sliding in and his dun, underwear. Dun, 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 dan, 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 dan. And that was um, apparently they were saying that that was kind of just him. They said, "Mate, just go nuts." So that was him totally improvised that whole dance, the whole thing he did. He remember he goes on the lounge and does like the earthworm on the lounge and does somersaults, and that was him. They just said just go nuts, and that was exactly. He's got, got form he for it.
1: jumping on lounges too. He did that later <laughs> in his career, didn't he? So you know he's a couch jumper, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I knew you'd pick that up. <laughs>
0: um, yeah.
1: And the, but then you know you're starting to establish what's going on here, right? So and the, see, I'm still struggling with the title, risky business. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. wanting to get to this point, but. I, I start to get some sense of that when we're, we're back at college. He's in this future enterprises yep. kind of uh, group where they, you know, you have these mock or, or real businesses that you build, and you've got to prove how well it is, and you got to work with a mate. And his mate's sitting there. He's going, he's the product guy, and, he, and Tom Cruise is the sales guy, and. Product guys going, what have you been doing? You need to help with the product. And Tom's going, oh, I'm too busy with sales and marketing because sales and marketing, what are <laughs> you, do have you doing? I don't even have a product yet. <laughs> <laughs> but they've got like no time to um to build this thing together. And so he's now home alone. He's with his mate trying to get this done. He's got another mate that comes around with a sheila, and it's time. To- he's he's come around purely because he knows the house is empty. And he yeah, wants to- they don't have anywhere else to go. To
0: borrow a room. Yeah, said. yeah. It's, uh... And they're working on the what was the product? The memo minder he goes here. Yeah, this is memo, memo, memo- minder. Memo- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Plot hole, time, cutting edge at the time. But yeah, yeah, I actually thought it was a bloody good idea for the time. Yeah. But, um, plot hole. Your mate comes round. Your house is empty, and you know what your mate wants to do. Do you let him use your room? Because he says well,
0: he's going to use my well, room. Well, would you? You wouldn't say use your mum's room and dad's room, would you? How many I'm, bedrooms is in this place? Is there a spare room? Why can't he give him the spare room? It has that's to be a spare
1: room. Stuff. Look at the size of the house. Plot hole. Yeah, maybe. Play, okay, I'll, I'll, play <laughs> I'll play
0: that. But yeah, they end up. Uh, they say, uh, "Look, I can't. I can't work listening to this." Memory goes. Glenn, lock the door when you leave. And they he he grunts if you understand me. And they they grunt twice and then they leave in Daddy's car. They which he told away. him not to take. He says, "Memory says me at the airport, Dad. Do you want me to start your case? No, son. You're not insured for it. Just drive your mother's and car." And again,
1: his brilliant scripting and directing. Um. The kid says, do you want me to just turn it over? You know, kid, the battery going, no, just take the station wagon. Just take your mum's car. And you're thinking, what's the dad's car? So you don't know what it is until yes. cut to this scene where he's driving a Porsche.
0: <laughs> oh, baby. So he's got the 928 and you stall straight out of the garage, by the way. Remember, yeah. he stalls and then yeah. re yeah. it. And they're, they're just cruising for chicks, basically. They're, they're cruising around and, uh, you know, revving up revving up around the place. And I think uh, they, he ends up driving really fast through, around the car park and just, just thrashing the car. Just, just being sort of an idiot. Just being a goose and uh, but, driving daddy's car.
1: But then there's this whole scene where he's at home with his mate and his mate is sitting with a, with a newspaper. a newspaper. Miles.
0: miles, yeah. He who, miles, who earlier told him what the fuck and have a go, basically. R- yeah.
1: reading, reading the newspaper, looking at uh, ads for prostitutes, basically, uh, hookers, call cool girls, whatever you want to call yeah. them. Because he's um, home alone, remember? He's home alone. So Miles wants to call him a uh, hooker, and and he's just sitting there going, "Mate, just whatever you want to do, you do, but don't do it for me, okay?" And, but he, <laughs> but he does. He um the Miles makes the phone call, says Joel's name, Joel's address, and that night, um, there's a knock on the door. Opens the door and there's, a, um, there's someone that he doesn't want to be with uh, yes. in any way, shape, well, or form. It's a, it's supposed to be,
0: uh, well, it's obviously a man, isn't it? It's, it's a, a
1: transgender it's woman, funny, if you if you want to yeah. suggest. But,
0: but remember, he calls Miles. He goes, Miles, he goes, he goes what, what's up, Joel? And he's getting angry. He goes, come over. He goes, this guy's here. This person's here for you. He goes, no. Are you coming over? No. And so he's sort of forcing Joel. He says, mate, you can deal with it. Just deal with it.
1: But then Jackie, the transgender woman, says, look, you owe me money, and he gets the money, and then he, yeah. he he or she writes a number and says, "This is Lana. She's who you want. She's who every every, every young white, white boy, boy from the lake, lake wants." <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Lana. Yeah, yeah,
0: baby. But you know what? And then, so the next scene we 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 see is when uh, he's at home. He's thinking, "Yeah, what do I do?" He, he was looking through the newspaper himself, and he sees the envelope that they wrote. He wrote Lana's name on, and he he calls her. And remember when he calls her, he puts on, he's wearing like a baseball, like a mask. Like mm. the, the, what are they called? The catcher's Catches
1: catcher mask? Catches mask, yeah.
0: And um, he pulls it down over his face as if, so, you know, this is given me some sort of protection. And he gives her the details. He goes, I'm a nice guy. And she goes, oh, what's your name? Ralph. <laughs> and he says, uh, Then she comes over. And she comes over, kind of it's pretty there. intense,
1: pretty intense. Yeah, well, he sort of laying there, like. fall,
0: falls asleep. And then she comes into his house somehow. He must've left the door open. And then he wakes up and sees her, and then she says, "Are you ready for me, Ralph?" And then remember the windows blow open, mate, the leaves pour in, and then it's on for young and old.
1: It is again plot hole, like a young college bloke. He's going at it on the stairs in the lounge room. It's a well, whole night affair. She's,
0: she's probably calling the shots there, mate.
1: I don't. I just... Yeah,
0: she's calling the shots for sure there. But um, she she stays the night, and uh, they wake up and she he thinks, "Oh, how good's this?" And then she says, uh, "You owe me three hundred dollars, Ralph." And so he thinks, oh, God, he goes, can I, remember the line he used, he goes, oh, can I send it to you? She <laughs> says, can you send it to me? Are you joking? He goes, I can cash a bond at the bank. And he goes, cashes the bond, yeah. comes back, and what's missing? The egg's gone. Yeah. Remember he walks in, I love how they do this, where he's counting the money, and he goes, hello, and then no one around, he counts the money, you're just looking at him, camera's on him, and he, and he dips his head, and he goes, oh, my God, no. And you think, what's he looking at? What's it on?" And then you, the camera turns around, the
1: egg's missing. Because this is the innocence of youth, right? This is a young bloke yeah. who who trusts um, you you know, trust a call girl it, yeah. to stay in his house while he goes to the bank. But in the end, he goes to the bank, gets more than the three hundred dollars, and comes back and finds that she's stolen some, you know, precious egg. So it's a massive problem. He he then decides he's going to seek her out. He gets his mate, and they go right. We're going to find her. Um, and they go to this, you know, um, hotel, the Drake bar.
0: hotel the Drake Hotel, famous Chicago hotel.
1: Yeah. They 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 spot her. She spots him. They decide they they leave without even trying to encounter her, which is a strange thing.
0: And Miles says, is that it? What do you mean? What what are we
1: doing? Why are we leaving? But the Porsche is parked beautifully right outside the hotel, um, and Lana gets into the car. She comes running out of the hotel, gets in the car, and, you know, it's a very strange scene. He's got to get out of there because Guido, the pimp, is banging on the door. Why don't you start the
0: car, Joel? Babe, I'm not gonna hurt you. When you stop, don't let the Get out of here! Start the goddamn car, Joel! Lana, open the door. Hey, asshole, don't. Where you going? Lana! Get out of here, I'll kill you! So they're off. They're off now. Solid and,
1: car uh, chase. There, another plot hole. By the way, the Guido goes back to the hotel garage, gets his car, comes out of the hotel, and then happens to be just a hundred meters behind them. Like
0: he was just doing laps of the hotel, mate. Don't panic. He was just doing laps of the hotel. I don't think hmm. they were going anywhere. Remember, he says, "Am I going in the right direction?" He was sort of. They didn't know where they were going at the start. So you know, a bit of a, a bit of leeway. We're going to uh, give him okay. That. All right. <laughs> but anyway, we we turn up. She stayed the night again. Yeah. House the next day. And he, he says, oh, did you have a good time last night? And he says, yeah, of course it did. And then he goes, oh, I don't owe you another $300. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: uh,
0: she says, no, you don't. And then he's saying, look, I need the egg back. So I, can, I, I, I need you to do what you can. He goes, well, if I can get into my apartment, get my stuff, I can do it. And um, he, was, he then she, he says, look, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And she says, oh, you want me to leave? And he ha- ends up going to school and he says to her, don't steal anything. <laughs>
1: But, then, but you do see scenes of her going through every single part of the house yes. through looking for safe looking keys, the looking labels, for everything. Silverware, yeah, they m- so the it plants this great seed in your mind that this kid is about to just get completely turned over. He's going to get home from school. He's at school looking at the clock, like to the second, getting frustrated. <laughs> um, and
0: somehow, and- this is a plot hole. Do you
1: remember? In the were you watching this closely? Or it goes but backwards? Goes backwards. Well, that's I, I think I like that actually that because, happened a lot. Well, I like that because when it went backwards, he's like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" Yeah, as if to say, <laughs> "I'm watching this thing to click forward, but it clicked backwards." No, 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 but it clicked but backwards, and then the bell rang, so he was so, and, and so.
0: He's home again, and he finds that now she's got a friend. Her friend Vicky is over, and he sees his mate Glenn coming out of the house. He's Glenn. What are you doing? He goes, "Oh, oh he goes. What are you? Mean? He goes. Did you?" She goes, no, no, didn't do anything. No Lana met her. She's nice. But ask me about Vicky.
1: <laughs> Who's the other girl in there? The so guys inside meets Vicky <laughs> and Vicky tries to give him 50 bucks because the house gets fifty dollars. And this, goes is, to the house, this is the whole call cool girl thing, right? It's um yes. you know, wherever the, the action happens, that's where that's where they've got to pay. So that's how the industry works. That's how, and and you realise this later, but that's that's his first introduction to the business of prostitution. Yeah. Um but the the girls the girls are out. They they come back after running away from Guido because they've left the house. He's kicked them out. But they come back yep. because Guido's out there. Um, they run past Joel. Guido tries to get in, and and Joel you know stands up to him. So in the driveway says, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And he's like, "Are you the kid that chased me last night?" It's a solid confrontation. Yes. Um. I think it's, it's I think it's really well played that role.
0: The girls were in the in the second floor window. Maybe he goes. Oh, maybe we work for Joel now. And then he goes. No, they're joking he goes I hope so he goes because he goes never ever stuff around with a man's uh, livelihood it's a sluggish economy he goes you're having a good time now kid but you know you don't want to be stuff you don't want to be messing around with me
1: yeah so we established
0: yeah. that there's uh there's some dramas going on there but uh the the, the girls also realize that you know this is the, his mate came over and had the money straight after school he goes wow this is real potential around here so um, they decide you know they, they, he agrees that they're going to stay one more night. Do you remember? And and yep. he's up there studying. And then Lana comes upstairs, says, "Listen, let's go out for ice cream." You know, and she keeps her mind thinking. You know, if you bring your friends together, my friends
1: together, we could. She do says, something. "We should, you want to get high?" She, her, and Vicky want to get high. Let's go out for ice yeah. cream. He's like, "I don't get high," but he goes out with her anyway. And this yeah. is literally the worst scene in the whole yes. movie for, for both of us as car show, people, right?
0: So they're sitting on his car. They're, yeah. they're sitting on the bottom of his car, and then she's. He was asking her. He goes, "Look." why didn't you go to school have you got family blah 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 and she's sort of thinking you know what i'm tired don't be laying these judgments on me hmm. while you're sitting on your dad's forty thousand dollar car yeah. and i think right i don't know if this is true or not but remember hmm. she walks off i think this is the very first time i ever heard someone say hello
1: that's a this good sister. point i don't think i ever heard hello. that before. The school said, hello it, hello in the in the kind of kind of like, what have, what have I done wrong? Right yeah. yeah, have
0: I done something wrong? Hello? Yeah. And and then she walks away, and then he screams this. God. Lock the door! The keys are inside! Please, stop. So... <laughs> this what what were you thinking i want you to i want to hear from
1: you what you were thinking i'm freaking out cuz you know he's an individual one kid trying to fight back a Porsche, which is on a gradient of maybe 15 20 degrees right so it's not plummeting down a hill but it's clearly on its way and it's pointing directly towards a wharf and so this thing is like i i can I think to myself, if he stops this, I'm out. This movie's rubbish because if he stops it, (laughs) that's just stupid, right? But he doesn't. It rolls down. It goes onto a flat wharf and it goes along the wharf and it stops miraculously, but I'm okay with that movie world, Um, right at the very edge of the wharf and he's like breathing a massive sigh of relief and I'm like, oh, God. And then I'm just thinking to myself, quick, push it back, get it going, (laughs) do something, and then the whole thing drops into the lake.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was You'd, you'd say that was a pretty big moment, wouldn't you? Would you oh, say massive. that? He, he, he's where the eggs lost, cars in the lake, drama, drama city, and he he then has to because because of that we had to get the car out of the lake and he's late for school and then he has to explain himself to the nurse. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. It just wasn't the girl. It was my father's car. i put my father's car into Lake Michigan. I had to get it fixed.
1: Just, just give me a break. Let
0: me put it this way. I have spent the last four years of my life busting my butt in this shithole. I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't think I can leave until I get just a little compassion. So during, during that little exchange, he actually grabbed her by the collar. Yeah. And um, we thought, okay, he's over the edge now.
1: Oh, and this is like, this is the critical pivot of the movie, right? This is where essentially yeah. it all comes together. And let's be clear, this has taken an hour. Like it's taken a while to get to this point. And I don't know whether that's why I'm not a massive fan because it feels like oh, it's yeah, such a big build. It's than, I get it.
0: It was less than an hour. It was less oh, than like, an hour. I get yeah. it.
1: And I, I get yeah. what you see in the movie, but it's just like, yeah. man, this is this is really struggling to get me to the punch. But- I also, as I keep talking about it now, I'm starting to realize everything about it. But anyway, it's it's this moment where you realize, okay, so he then what's he going to do? Yeah, he's then working out how am I going to? I've I've lost everything. I've lost my education. It's all gone, gone. turned pear shape here. Yeah, he, got a five day,
0: he got a five day suspension. They trashed his whole record. And
1: and, and how? And, how yeah. Plus, he's got a Porsche that's destroyed. Yeah. How's it's he going to fix catalog. that? Yeah. Um, and so he he then thinks, hang on a minute. $50 goes, you can see this happen. It doesn't actually yeah. get spelled out, but you see it happen in his head. $50 goes to the house. She's got her friends. I've got my friends. He he grabs the bike off his mate and they're yeah. out of here. Like he's, he's now running a business where he's going to get that money through
0: With prostitution. <laughs> this is the point of the movie, though, where he finds Lana. And they're going through image but before the car went in the lake, he was she said, "Look, my mind's always thinking I'm always thinking about stuff, mm. and he realizes that what he wants to be, which is a capitalist making a ton of money, she's that already she's what he wants to become so to this point where that realization well, yeah, I can do this, but she's actually what i want to be and it's and also this person. point
1: where where he it's like he's he's trashed his education f- from through this thing yeah. but she's about to give him and help him with the best business education you could and ever she get has
0: never been to college no. so she's got the street smarts that he doesn't have so they come up with a plan i think in one of the lines she says oh well she's the, i loved watching her work she's what what a capitalist uh so he decides that it, it, it's po- the point now is that you bring your friends together. I'm going to bring my friends together. We're going to have a party, and we're going to bring our. We're going to make some money, and she's going to concentrate on organizing the party, and I'm going to organize. I'm going to work on the sales.
1: Lana production. I concentrated on sales. All right. So you took her to dinner twice. What did that cost you? About thirty. With tip. Family, the 35 movies. Any movies? Three movies, twenty dollars, roughly. Parking, I'm parking on the street. Jenny, can I get two more- Gas, maybe six dollars.
0: All right, Stan, we're in for roughly 60 odd dollars. And uh, what happened? She slept with Jacobson. <laughs> So that was a really nice um, little sequence where he that was one scene he was telling to someone else, he has, you know what, college girls can smell ignorance. And, yes. And I you know, he'd so and say, walk like a man.
1: And, like, yeah. and I think this is why this movie needs to be watched multiple times because a, a lot of that doesn't come through on first watch because you're trying to keep up with what the yeah. hell's going on here, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't pick up any – I didn't understand what was going on with this kid at the cafe telling him how much he spent, right? I because would. You,
0: you spent sixty here. Come yeah, and spend. Yeah, yeah,
1: But it's not spelled out like that. Like that's the yeah. critical thing here. It's not spelled out yeah. that what he's saying is you've spent sixty bucks. Why don't you just spend the sixty or hundred with me, and you'll actually get the outcome that you want? Whereas, so that that little scene didn't didn't deal yeah, right. with me, but the, the, the gas station that. one, yeah, the yeah. gas station one did. So he's, he's having this conversation with a college student or soon to be college student, saying, "Mate, you need to get some experience. These girls, they teach you stuff." And so yeah, exactly. that party, made sense to me. Convincing. Yeah. So him and him as a sales guy, he's him selling this this party to this guy. That made total sense, whereas the first yeah. one didn't. So it's a, it's a real journey yeah. to understand what part of the business he's actually pushing. It was excellent though
0: when uh, the parties coming together, and you remember. Um, his mate was at the door and he went to shut the door. So well shot. So well shot. And then he goes, and another woman walks in, all these, all these beautiful women walking but, in but the But to house. the
1: point where, and this is the guy, <laughs> I don't know, what's that character's name? Cause that's the Balky from Perfect Strangers character. He's, yeah. he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, it didn't just happen once or twice. It happened like five times where you yeah. think, oh, that's the last time. The door's going to shut, but now it comes open again. That's very very a
0: well shot. Very famous scene as well. And I like the scene too where you see all how busy it is on the street. There's cars everywhere. The camera's sort of shifting sideways. You see all these young college students getting out of their cars. Then it stops on a Jaguar and the Bill Rutherford from Princeton walks out. Remember his dad well, said, "He says, Bill Rutherford's going to come and see you on Friday.
1: But again- at this point, you don't know who he is. He's just a dude in a suit. And you're thinking, well, yeah, so why is there there a dude is in a suit? Like, yeah, yeah. Is he law <laughs> enforcement? Is he a friend of the family? And he's just standing in the middle of this room looking at all these yeah. young people. And, and to remember, to this guy, he doesn't know it's it's a house of ill repute. He just yeah. thinks it's a teenage party, right? Well, but, I think
0: you would have got the message soon after that, oh, though. For and, sure,
1: for sure. But yeah, early was- on, you don't know that.
0: He was, uh, I think, Lanus, he was in the backyard talking to Miles, and Miles was saying, listen, I don't care. I don't pay for it sort of thing yeah. he was saying to him. And then uh, yeah, he said, oh, Joel, someone's here to see you. And then he goes, yeah, can I help you? He goes, oh, I'm Bill Rutherford, uh, Princeton Admissions. And he goes, oh, okay. So they find a little room, and they have their little conversation, and uh, this is what they say.
1: Well, Joel, your stats are very respectable. You've done some solid work here but it's not quite Ivy League now, is it? You know, Bill, there's one thing I've learned in all my years. Sometimes you
0: gotta say, what the fuck?
1: Make your move. I beg your pardon? (laughs) So, how we doing? It's like University of
0: Illinois. All right, all right. <laughs> so remember she was in there. Like uh, if you – multiple watches, you, were, you would have realized this. Oh, She was in
1: there sitting on beds. She up bed, coming just, in with the she, bed, needs, right? she needs more rooms.
0: Yes. But at the very end of the conversation – remember she kept coming in and coming out, but at the end she, she stayed there. That's right. And she was just looking at him and he, he was looking at her and he realizes, well, you know, how are we going in here? And then he says, oh, looks like it's the University of Illinois. He sort of accepts <laughs> his fate and says, well, stuff it. But then we realise, though. Can I just that-
1: say the, the other thing that, that's fascinating to me about that Princeton interview is it, it gives you a timeline because there's a couple of moments earlier where the mother rings and says, you know, our flight back is United 163 yes. on Saturday at 3 p.m. After his interview, yeah, that's um, right. No, but, cool. but, but, but let's be clear. No, no, but they've, she's already said that. Oh, before that, she's yeah, yeah. So So the very start of the movie, um, Dad says, You've got this college interview on Friday. Great. Doesn't really. Nothing comes of it. You don't really know anything about it. Yeah. No, no, we don't know what day they're coming home. There's a lot of these little Uh, placeholders, but there's another phone call during the movie which says they're coming home on Saturday, and then because at at this point we've got these prostitutes staying at the house for days on end, you don't know where. How far away is Saturday? How far away is the weekend? And this Princeton interview defines the time of week because you go, oh, Friday, this is Friday. But yeah. right? you realise this is yeah, Friday. No, right.
0: It adds to the urgency of it, doesn't it? But the parents call, remember, during the thing, during the party. That's goes, right, and oh, then they call. They're giving permission for a party, and he says, oh, we got just got a few friends over. And then the mum grabs the phone, remember, says, that's and okay, darling. He goes, we trust we you. We trust you.
1: Do your best, Judge. And the mum then says on the phone, you know, tomorrow, 3 o'clock. But at that point, he's not on the phone anymore. He's He's besotted
0: yes by his his girl right what did lana say to him at that point
1: Uh, oh yeah i want to want to make love on a train
0: do it on a real train yeah Yeah, that's right so we all would have hung up the phone pretty quick myself if that was. (laughs) anyway (laughs) the party and what i like about it too is that he's he's sitting there i think it was before the phone call he goes oh is um is that princeton guy still here he goes yeah he's still talking to a couple of the couple of the girls so he's thinking, oh, my God, what have I done? What he's have I to, done? Dad, what are, what's going to happen to me? It, and so he, you, the last thing you see of him is him walking out the door, I think saying goodbye to a couple of the girls or leaving with one of the girls. Yeah. And he's thinking, what's still in there? Then they go on the train and then
1: it's all do your best. It's, it's all on. It's all good. But he gets the car back. And my favourite part about this is he drives slowly out of the out of the. He's nowhere near the road, but he he nearly has an
0: accident. Nearly has an accident straight out of the. It's
1: not even nearly though, but but it's so close to for him that it's it's too much that he drives home so slowly. To the point where there's this great, great shot in front of the car where the car is driving. You don't really know it's driving slow, but I noticed indicators on. He's about to, oh, hang on, the hazard lights are on. And then yeah. a bicycle rides past. So this perception of speed, he's driving home so slow, he doesn't want to do slow. anything to destroy this. But he's got <laughs> the car back. But he gets home, the house is empty. There's literally no furniture, yeah. there's nothing Same there. Out. Um he rings Guido rings Lana's house, but Guido's there, and they have this whole back and forward essentially. Yeah. Then Guido pulls up to the house with a truckload of all his furniture, and he starts taking his money. So Joel's got all this money from the night before, this beautiful business he had, and he's having to pay 150 bucks for the clothes, this much for the mattress, this much for the lounge. He's buying back his mum and dad's stuff. Yeah. And I, at this point, I go, this whole thing was a scam. This whole yeah. thing. This is at this point, I go because Vicky's part of this with Guido. Yeah. Vicky's with was, Guido. If it was just Guido yes. on his own, yes. No. But because see Vicky, hang but on. We because see Vicky's Vicky. there. We don't see can. Lana though. We no. only see
0: Vicky. But at this point, too, the parents have arrived from the airport. Yep. They've arrived. They're looking for Joel. Where is he? They at get at the, the airport. Yes. I'm going to order a taxi. So he's negotiating for his own family, his own house's furniture on the front lawn. The neighbours are watching. Maybe there's like kids yeah. sitting on the sidewalk. Thing. What's going on here? And he's trying to negotiate with this bloke. And the very last thing he has. Hang on. There's one more thing. It's the egg and it's it a glass egg. egg and and he, he buys he it, throws it
1: and she throws it and he leaps across the piano, across the furniture and catches it just before it hits the ground. Like a, you know, postseason oh, world series oh, catch. Oh, it was oh, very, oh. it was very cool. Very well done.
0: Amazing. But I thought it was a, a pretty good job. He got his mates over. They put all the furniture back. And just as he's sitting on the, on the lounge again, the parents get home. He goes, Oh, you're home. He goes, well, we told you. He goes, no, I wrote it down. You told me Sunday or whatever. And, they arrive home. He goes, I oh, go. He helps get the baggage out of the car and he's walking in with the baggage and says, Joel, can I come see you? The mother calls him over and she says, You got something to say to me? He says, What? He goes, There's a crack in my egg. And he, the dad says, Yeah, it's ruined. How could you do this? You know, So you'd think after all he's been through, the little crack in the egg, he's probably thinking, That's nothing. <laughs> but also, here's what I love awesome. about it.
1: it could You could have easily had this movie with no impact. And then you'd yeah. be thinking, oh, that's just bull. How does yeah. that all that happen, right? Obviously, it's bull. But they didn't get away it with it. Quite. That's right. So yeah. it's a very smart bit of the movie where he he doesn't quite get away with it. But Dad comes out the back. He's raking the raking the lawn, and Dad says, "Have you got something yeah. to say to me?" I think yeah. it's, this is cool. This is a good line. I just got off the telephone with Bill Rutherford. Apparently, uh, you two had quite a meeting. Princeton can use a guy like Joel? What? Princeton can use a guy like Joel. His exact words. That's unbelievable. <laughs> You're as good as in. I knew you could do it. Haven't I been telling you every once in a while you just gotta say, what the heck, and take some chances? You are so right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Didn't that just tie it up nicely? Yeah, that was, was that was
1: the bow the movie needed, the, the, yes. the what the heck line. Because it's but I, I
0: liked it. At the very start of that scene, remember, he's raking the leaves and his dad's standing. He goes, you got something to tell me? As if to say, what happened to my car? What happened to this? What happened to that? But he talks about the great meeting with Bill Rutherford. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. He goes, you're as good as him.
1: Um Look, and then he meets back up with Lana. They they have this great conversation where essentially they they talk about the fact that they're good business people and it's and yes. this realisation that they are They're not from. They are from two different worlds. They exist in two different parts of capitalism and commerce. But they they think they're both going to make it big, and I think it's it's really really cool. But he does ask Lana, "Was our night together a setup?"
0: She doesn't answer. She denies it. I well, she kind of did. Sort of look the look on her face as if to say, "Oh, as if." Come on, like. That's how I interpret it. Like, it's, it's, I didn't.
1: I, I, yeah. I didn't at all. Cause we'll i will talk at later it...
0: about an alternate ending. I'll t- tell you later about an alternate ending. Okay. But it was, I, I think, the the point of the movie and what I loved in this scene was when you hear the future Enterprises talking about the products they made. We made he,
1: $20. We made $500 yeah. in the semester. And, and then it's just a voiceover. It's not him on stage Yeah. because I don't think he did present because he got kicked out, right? No. Yes. It's him just as a voiceover saying, my name's Joel Goodson. I made $8,000 in one night. I think he said, my business is is human Human satisfaction, human fulfillment. Yes, which
0: will come up in the quotes that we're going to get to right now. So that was kind of a – we'll talk about the ending and then what the director thought of that ending and and how it changed from what he originally thought the ending should be. But let's get into some quotes. And, mate, I think of all the quotes in the movie, this is probably one of my favorites. I don't believe this. I've got a trig midterm tomorrow and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. <laughs> that was Miles in the, in the chase scene and when they're leaving the that. Them. Well, that Then there's you. the other
1: bit where obviously the Porsche has gone into the lake and they're at the Porsche dealer and the boys are just sitting there, um, you know, head down thinking what the hell's going on here? You okay?
0: You want an aspirin?
1: Your dad on a gun? Who's the U-boat commander?
0: <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> they just they got the, the car from the bottom of Lake Michigan. Uh, yeah. This kind of ties it up. This was the very last line in the movie and kind of explains what he did. My name is Joel Goodson. I deal in human fulfillment. I grossed over $8,000 in one night. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. A, a good grant. Yes. Now, let's get into the, I think you've, you've maybe mentioned a couple already. How did that happen? Some plot holes here. Uh, and I'll start off with, you know, when Miles calls the prostitute, remember? Yep. Me, and then he goes, "I'll oh, give me the number, Miles, and he eats the number? Yep. Wasn't there like a redial? Couldn't he ever just redial the no, number? No. See, back. You yeah, re- redial. star 69 did or something? For- or?
1: Forward Forward into the movie when he's ringing Lana's apartment and Guido answers, and he just keeps yeah. keeps dialing. Uh, I don't think there was redial.
0: Oh, uh, Okay, righto. Okay, uh, but later he is the remember Miles calls the prostitute. Jackie comes over, um, and he couldn't dial her back. He never had the number, yep. right? But yet when they're at the hotel waiting for Lana, he says, "I called Jackie, and uh, and she said Lana would be might be here." Good. So he That's had the a number the oh. Yeah. So how he did have the number?
1: I'll give you a better plot hole related to that. Yeah. Miles as Miles as it calls calls Jackie and leaves yep. a message. It's Joel Goodson. Here's the address, right? Yep. If you were a call girl, girl and you heard a young college schoolboy voice frantically giving a name and address, would you really turn up?
0: Sounded like a crank call, huh?
1: Exactly. Well, but you know what? He
0: she turned up and got paid still but anyway Maybe. Uh, moving along um big plot hole for me and I, I you know it's a suspension of disbelief thing here but how do you recover a car and get it repaired so fast? Yeah, oh mate. what's the time frame? Was it two days? Also, I
1: don't want to break it Three to you. Days? When a car goes into a lake like that and gets opened <laughs> at a dealer, there ain't yeah. two thousand liters of water in it, and there ain't yes. fish living in it. So it's just yeah. it's yeah, suspension of disbelief. It was so. like
0: two two days repair job. Well, yeah. I'd, I'd like to find that repairer
1: if I've got any problems. There's a bit of this movie that plays that whole. This is an episode of Twenty Four thing, and you're thinking, <laughs> I know this is meant to be twenty four hours, but there's no way this all yeah. happened in an hour.
0: Yeah, the timeline is a bit elastic, here, yeah. isn't it? Um, and also, too, like, how the hell would you arrange the furniture so quickly off the front lawn into the house? Again,
1: if that's happening within yeah. two hours of the parents the being world. at the airport, no.
0: It's the definition of cutting it fine, don't you reckon? All right, let's move on to the things you might not know, Trevor. Uh, Tom Cruise, I mentioned earlier, was making The Outsiders and he was asked to audition, but he was still in production with The Outsiders and had to. he had a mid-morning flight to be back on set so they right. had to do the screen test with Rebecca De Mornay at 5 a.m. at the producer's house, uh, and they had the, the, they saw them even despite the early hour. Rebecca De Mornay, Tom Cruise played out a couple of the scenes. You can see them on the extra features of the of the Blu-ray, and they immediately saw the chemistry they had, and uh, and that's why he was cast in the in the movie. Yeah, right. Now, have a listen to the other actors who were considered for the role of Joel Goodson. Listen to this list of actors: Timothy Hutton. John Cusack, Nicholas Cage, Michael J. Fox, Tom Hanks, Rob Lowe and Sean Penn were all either offered the role or uh, were were auditioned for the role. Wow. So pretty impressive list. The actors considered for Lana was Kim Basinger, Brooke Shields and Sharon Stone was also considered for Lana. Now, uh, well, you mentioned earlier the scene of him singing in his underwear, one of the most parodied scenes in history. I think there's uh, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Parody. Live,
1: yeah, yeah. So many
0: parodies of that scene. I think it's it's a, it's a good one. Uh, four cars were used in this movie. There was the, wow. the car was a 1979 Porsche 928. That was the hero car, but they had a couple of other little junk cars. Uh, but the car, the hero car, yeah. sold at auction last month. So September 2021 sold at auction for $1.8 million. Wow.
1: And it
0: wasn't me who bought it, okay? And
1: just for perspective, I mean, it's not a 70s, but you can get a, you know, obviously similarly- You can get a 928
0: S4 for about 20 grand now.
1: Yeah, for 20, 30 grand will get you a decent uh, decent driver. Yeah. was well, considering
0: it back in the day, mate.
1: Don't worry <laughs> about that. Uh, can I, also, can I uh, ask you something, yes. whether you pick this up? There was a moment in the party- where they talk about, oh, Tom's, uh, Joel says to Lana, you know, the girls are wearing mum's dresses. Yeah. And she says, yeah, well, they fit perfectly. What's the problem? He goes, he says, I'm just worried I'm, I'm going to be with an analysis uh, for, yeah. for ages right now. now here's, here's my conspiracy. Was he a Scientologist back then? Oh, because, you know, Scientologists yeah. don't believe in psychology or psychiatrist he was,
0: no. he was only a kid i think he was 19 at the time I don't because i just he was. i thought
1: it was a, like he didn't yeah, say I'm going, to, I'm going to be with my shrink i'd be with a shrink for the rest of my life or something yeah, right. it was a, it was a word like analysis it was a very I'm strange sure to, thing too, i'm going to research that for you
0: mate good tom cruise had to learn how to drive a manual <laughs> he learned how to drive the car. I wonder he, he still he car. car he learned how to drive it in that car wow. uh, and the funny thing about porsches back then the 928 90% of the cars sold, 928s, were automatics. Yeah. So it was unusual to have a, a manual. They wanted one that could be slipped out of gear and roll, roll down the hill. So, right, uh, of course. That's what it had to be. Also, mate, this movie, killer soundtrack. I mentioned already, Tangerine Dream uh, had some of the biggest hits in the 80s included, was also one of the most uh, popular soundtracks of all time right. as well, Risky Business. Uh, after this movie, Tom Cruise and Rebecca De Mornay, who played Lana, actually dated for two and a half years after wow. this movie. They were together. Uh, Cast would, uh, before the movie started filming, what the director did was bring the cast together and get them to spend their free time together. So they'd they'd drop them off in a bus to the mall They would hang out together. The director wanted them to build their rapport and sort of make their on screen friendships seem more real. He wanted them to hang out together to sort of get that, uh, to make that realism, that that friendship. He wanted to look genuine. Um, the producers asked for the Porsches to be in the movie. They wanted the Porsche to cooperate and allow them to use the cars. Yeah. Porsche refused. Wow. And they ended up just buying the cars. So they bought the cars. Um, and afterwards, Porsche agreed, you know what, that done. That did amazing things for the brand. We should have cooperated with you and given you the car. So they, in retrospect, they were regretted not doing that. But wow. same effect, same effect, cost them nothing. Did you know the original title for the movie was called White Boys Off the Lake? <laughs> that was the original title, right? The studios rejected it because they reckon it sounded like a play, not like a movie. <laughs> so Paul, Paul Brickman or Brickman, he decided, you know what? I'm going to change it. Yeah, right. Sales of Ray-Ban Wayfarers, which is what Tom was wearing at the party. Remember, he was doing his marketing. He was at the very end, he had them on as well, having his smoke. Sales, the uh, Wayfarers originally uh, released in 1952, by mm. the way, so not new. Sales increased by 2,000% after Tom Cruise wore them in Risky Business. And the, uh, the party, which made $8,000 in one night, okay, I've done some calculations here, Trev. <laughs> if $50 goes to the house, that meant there were 160 transactions on the
1: night that's uh
0: busy night and there were 11 call girls including vicky but not lana lana wasn't working she was sort of the in charge of production as they said that means that each woman averaged 14.5 transactions i say in inverted commas on the night of the party and each took home three thousand six hundred and twenty five bucks which in today's money is ten thousand dollars. So hang on, I didn't know. remember. I didn't pick up what was the rate. Well, fifty dollar went to the house. So yeah. they.
1: No, but how much went to the girl?
0: We will. According to this, it was each of them made three thousand. So times that by eleven, it was like forty thousand dollars that they made. Eight thousand dollars on top of that was Joel's money. So they made the whole night was more than fifty thousand dollars. I don't
1: think that's true. I think I, I think that. Um... Because remember, he grossed eight thousand.
0: Well, because cause he's, well, this is based on the, when she said fifty dollars goes to the house. Yeah, I know, but he that says I grossed
1: eight thousand, right? So you don't—you actually made. He said grossed. I grossed eight thousand in a night. Now, okay. grossed means that that's how much came into the kitty, and then he had to divvy it up. You uh-huh. actually don't know what the per transaction fee is. Okay, you have to assume it's more than fifty bucks, right? But you um, know what.
0: They did very well. They did very well. <laughs> they did very well. Um, Paul Brickman, the director I mentioned, had a different ending. Okay. The ending was kind of a the ending that we saw in the movie was it's kind of like a, a bastardized version of the his original ending. His uh, he, the original end the ending we saw was um, them together in the restaurant and then walking through the park. And she said uh, – and he says, oh, you got any money? She goes, oh, i got no money. He yeah, goes, it's a oh, good one. <laughs> can, I, can I send it to you? Yes, can you send it to me? What am I going to do with you? Sort of sort of role, role reversal.
1: Can I write a that check she said, of, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was – he goes, what am I, stupid? That was kind of the role reversal, sort of the nice ending, upbeat yeah. ending. What Paul Brickman had originally uh, wanted and, – and you can see the original ending, the alternate ending on the disc as well – it's them sitting in the restaurant the whole time and them discussing more about how tough life's going to be. So it sort of took the meat out of that conversation. And instead of the end, the, the ending we saw was that I made $8,000 in one night. I deal in human fulfillment. And then he says, time of your life, huh, kid? Remember what the Guido said? He goes, look at you. You having time of your life? Good luck to you. Mm-hmm. The original ending said, I made $8,000 in one night. Isn't life grand? And, and it, the ending, you see him with Lana on his lap and looking out at this beautiful view outside this hotel. You never saw that in the original ending. So uh, that was, uh, that was the ending there. Did you notice, uh, you you did notice he stalls the Porsche coming out of the garage. That was pretty obvious. Uh, The car that fell in the lake, if you have a really close look at it, it was a shell of a car. So you can see that the panel work was a bit flimsy. So the close ups if you look when he's getting off the bonnet, if you look around the bonnet, you can tell it was a fake car. You yeah. have a good look, so multiple views, you sort of notice these things. Uh, so they're not going to dump a perfectly good Porsche into a lake, it's going to be a shell car in the yeah. lake. Yeah, one amazing cameo in this. Do you remember in the scene where him and uh, his mate were driving and they the car pulls up to him at the stop sign and he goes, Look at you guys out in daddy's car. The guy in the passenger seat, Sean Penn, huh? Was in the passenger seat. Apparently, he knew the director. He did him a favor. Yeah, I'll sit in the wow. passenger seat. And he, remember when he goes, hit it, and they, they blow him off at the stop sign. If you look in the – the camera is looking into the passenger side um, side mirror, and you can see Sean Penn's face in the reflection. Wow. Um, did you also notice – I love these little quirky little things about the movie. Whenever Joel goes into the front doors of the school, he always chooses the wrong, the wrong door, one. the wrong yes. Did you notice that? Yeah. I love that. That was awesome. Well, that's a wrap, mate. Risky business. Now, tell me now, honestly, Yeah. now that we've unpacked it and you've sort of realised there's a bit of depth to it and there's the, the message of it, do you like it a little bit more now?
1: I like, I, I like it a little bit better, but I shouldn't need to overanalyze a film to enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> my problem. You shouldn't I, need I to watch it, it twice yeah. to understand the basics of it, and I did, so maybe I'm an idiot. But I'll tell you this, and maybe this is – obvious to everyone but this to me even though it's earlier um i'd prefer ferris bueller's day off a million times over because it's a similar yeah. there's a similar theme there you know right. um uh, people are, yep. parents are away he takes yep. an expensive car car gets destroyed there's a bunch of things that go on there
0: similarities yes i true. i uh,
1: i think that's that's a much more enjoyable film but probably, it, tamer, probably, probably tamer because it tamer doesn't over. require thought like this does yeah. this requires analysis and thought and that's probably why for me um yeah that's what makes
0: it that's what makes it is that it's not just a a, just a dumb movie that's why i like it because it's it's not it's not that sort of easy you know it's it's just a dumb movie there's there's some thought to it it's a smart That's why I like it so much. Well, I'm a right. dumb
1: person who doesn't want to have to. Well, think you know movies. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> keen
0: to hear then your wrap up and your
1: rating here, mate. Um, look, my wrap up is be kind. Rewind. Remember they used to say that. I, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have rewound this. I would have thrown it back in the in the slot and <laughs> give, left, on, left that to a man. fine.
0: Um, oh, no, it's not
1: that bad. Look, it's a it's a it, it scrapes into a six for me. Okay, it's okay. a six. I didn't mind but it. Oh, I will. Is my first miss with you? Then is this my yeah, first? This miss? is your first, miss. My first um, miss. I would not have picked my miss being risky business because of the car. That's Ow. what you're thinking. Ow. Um oh, But, but I will watch it again, and I believe, I believe, I'll probably review my rating.
0: You will I don't love it. Know that I'll love it. You will love it the second time. <laughs> okay. I've, I loved it the nine hundredth time that yeah. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I it. So, yes. All right, well, that brings us to the end of Risky Business. We'll uh, we'll pull our car out of Lake Michigan right now and move, think about the next movie. Uh, next up, we are watching The Sound of Music. Oh, what? He's kidding me. Movie. Yes, this is the movie that actually gave us the idea for this podcast. Do you remember during an episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech, you we were talking about Sound of Music. We had, like, All I know about Sound of Music is there's Nazis in it. <laughs> are you Do you remember that? Yes. And I said, what? You've never seen Sound of Music?
1: So my wife's aunt, Shell, um, who has intellectual disabilities <laughs> but is just the most fun person on earth, all she wants to do is watch the Sound of Music. Oh, so if, if country she's country. around for Christmas lunch, after she's pretty much had a gut full of Christmas lunch, we just put Sound yeah. of Music on and sing along, sing the songs. I've got no idea what's going on. Uh, okay. I'll, um, you just
0: know there were Nazis and nuns in it. Is that right? I look Nazis forward to it. N- I look yeah. forward well, to it. So do I. Uh, it's, it's a favourite of mine. All these are favourites of mine. The Sound of Music next <laughs> week. Climb every mountain. You'll know what that means. I will,
1: I will open up the Fetch box and find it in the library because I definitely already own it um, because we've watched it that many – we've had it on in the house that many times. Yeah, for, you've not seen it, shelf, have you? But I've not, not watched seen. it. Um, yeah. And uh, if you want uh, – before that, if you want to find a better Tom Cruise movie, um, search <laughs> for Risky Business on Fetch and then go down to the actors and you can just click on Tom Cruise and you'll find all the other movies he's done.
0: But also too, Trev, before yeah. we sign off, yeah. I want our listeners to tweet us do you agree with Trevor's assessment of risky business or my assessment this of risky business? This could be business?
1: demoralizing for I you. I
0: think that you're going to be surprised here. There's going to be a lot of fans of this movie.
1: At Stephen Fennec, at Trevor Long, or you can leave a review of the podcast store on Apple. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and Just let us know. Five star review. Five star review, and then don't review the film in the yeah, star we've rating, give us a five-star review and leave in the notes your thoughts on Risky Business or whatever movie uh, took your fancy at the time. But uh, we do it all thanks to Fetch, and we hope that you uh, you enjoy your movies and uh, other other shows and content on Fetch as well.
0: All right. Well, that's a wrap for Risky Business. Your homework is The Sound of Music. No, you, Tred, but also our listeners. Yeah. You want to get watch Sound of Music before next week's episode. You can listen along rather than having to go off and watch it on Fetch. You can listen from start to finish Next week, The Sound of Music. Looking forward to that, Trev. Take care, mate. Talk to you then.